Make Me Laugh. Welcome to Make Me Laugh, the comedy podcast driven by listener submissions. My name is Pete Z. I'm your content curator. I take listener inputs and curate them for your listening pleasure. Now, today's episode is about outdoor activities and sports. And I guess it's that time of year when folks start to get all fired up about the sports and get into it. So I was easily able to assemble and curate some stuff you'll enjoy. Now, some of you have sent me one-offs complaining about these big box sporting goods outdoor activity stores. And you know what? Yeah, you know, these mega corporations, you've heard me speak about it previously, they drive me nuts. Now, this person was asking me about um, Bass Pro Shops and REI. Now, I was telling them, hey, Bass Pro Shops is more of a, uh, dude, I'm here to buy some line for my bait cast rig type place. And REI is more of a, hello, I'm here to buy some leader line for my fly fishing rig. <laughs> okay? That's the kind of difference. Now, now, Cabela's is another one of these type stores, and that one's kind of like a, how do I say this? It's kind of like a middle-aged douchebag emporium. You know, it's like, do, do you carry any fishing gear here? Where, where's the manager of this outfit? <laughs> but these big box outdoor stores are insane. It's like everything else. Bigger, you know, more, more, more. It's got to be the biggest thing ever. It's like they took the the old school hunting and fishing store where I grew up and just like injected it over and over again with steroids. You know, over and over till they create these behemoth stores that have zero personality, nobody working there with any fucking knowledge of the activities or the equipment or the stuff that they're selling. So go to the fishing section and, at, you know, try to find some help. The nearest person you're going to, employee you're going to see is fucking some dropout in the bicycle section. You know, they're going to be assembling bikes and, you know, <laughs> you're not going to get any fishing advice. And these, by the way, these bikes, if you go to like a Dick Sporting, these bikes are pieces of shit, terrible components, the assemblies, ter- look, and there's nobody in the store to break this shit down. They can't have an expert in every department, right? There's just too much there. Back in my day, we had this little store in our town and it was like one or two dudes in there. They knew everything and they gave you like straight up advice. No bullshit no they would just say hey here's what this fishing reel does it's better than this one even though this one costs more it's not as it's not as good don't get it and this guy i remember him his name was bill he owned the store good dude and i don't know for all i know he's fucking running drugs out of the back of the store but i'm okay so i'm not hearkening back and saying like everything was great back then a lot of stuff was fucked okay in in the larger picture of the societal conditions but this mega shit now is terrible you there's no character anywhere you want to get an answer about this shit there's no bill in fucking rei or bass pro shops to tell you this the straight skinny on the products but you know what you have youtube now which as i think about this it might be a little bit even better than bill because YouTube, I can just fast forward through to the part I want to see. I can close the fucking browser down. You know, 
I can't do that with Bill. I got to listen to him ramble on for 20 minutes about it, you know, his fucking gout or whatever he's talking about to get the information. There I went full circle. Mega corporations bad. YouTube good. Kind of a contradiction. All right, let's take a break. We'll get back into a segment we call The Fives. Five. The Fives. Welcome back to Make Me Laugh. This is a segment we call The Fives. It's a simple list of five things. It's submitted by a listener. Stuff that's on their mind, and this one's a sports one from Des in Shadyside, Pennsylvania, which is, to my knowledge, right on the outside of Pittsburgh, the Steel City, which is a hell of a sports mecca. Des is offering reasons why you should become a power lifter. Number one, lifting weights really gets the blood flowing. The only thing better for that is masturbation. Des, God, bad job curating on my part. Long day, make me laugh, studio. Ugh. Second reason to become a powerlifter, entering the world of powerlifting means you enter a close-knit powerlifting community and thereby gain access to performance-enhancing drugs. So in addition to pumping iron, you'll be pumping massive quantities of human growth hormone into your system. All right, the first one was in bad taste. This one's straight-up illegal, I think. Continuing, third reason to become a powerlifter, read up on powerlifting and you will quickly discern that even if you aren't the strongest competitor, you'll likely be one of the smartest, assuming you can avoid dropping hundreds of pounds of steel directly onto your skull. Fourth reason to become a powerlifter, you're going to love owning powerlifting gear such as wrist wraps, chalk, and that asinine unitard. Sometimes it helps to deconstruct language. Unitard, uni, or one, and tart. Okay. <laughs> you just way crossed over the line, Des. Fifth and final reason to become a power lifter. One day you'll be able to tell your grandchildren about your powerlifting exploits, thereby giving them the right to ask you, Grandpa, why are you so fucking stupid? <laughs> you, 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 you got back on, on my good graces with the last one. Up to that point, it was unacceptable and unprofessional, Dez. I don't know what world you're from, but that world needs to re-examine its cultural norms. Let's take a quick break. Male, 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 male. Welcome back to Make Me Laugh. The mailbag segment is basically just reading an email question from a listener and providing a professional response from the Make Me Laugh studios. I have a couple notes here. One, folks, I'm dealing with a dog situation here today. I've got one dog who's hogging all the dog toys. is basically an insane prick. And the other one's barking and scrabbling all around. Basically an insane bitch. So I'm used to only having one animal to deal with. This week I'm a little overburdened. And I was also burdened by my neighbor who came by with a package that Jeffrey Bezos had mistakenly placed on his front porch. And he proceeded to tell me in great detail. It took him about 10 minutes to tell me how he's going to paint his front door, which was really interesting, but it delayed the mailbag segment, so I apologize. 
Today's email, sports I should play, question mark, is the subject. Pete, I noticed you referenced sports in some of your discussions. I'm thinking of, quote, getting involved with a sport. But I don't know which one. Which sports are the best to play and which ones are the best to watch? Thanks, the shaman. And it says the shaman from your mama. Shut up! Now, my response here is to first say thank you, Shaman, for your email, and thanks to everybody else who sent some stuff in. Now, which sports to play? It's very tough. First, put down the phone and move around a little bit, Shaman. you got to get in some basic level of physical conditioning before you can get out there or you're going to get injured. You might be thinking, gee, this sport sounds difficult. Well, in that case, just stick to the sports video games. And maybe go out to the shed behind your house and huff some glue. I'm kidding. (laughs) Start with walking, shaman. I'm not trying to talk down to you. I'm just reading the situation because it doesn't sound like you're really active. And I don't want to recommend you take up like a parkour or something like that, jumping off buildings. When the sound of it is, you're going to have a hell of a time just getting off your fucking couch. And I mean that in the nicest possible way. Now, which sports to watch? It's a perfect time of year for this question. I can't watch my favorite teams because I get too pissed off. But the four major sports to consider, Shaman, the most popular is football, then basketball, then baseball, then hockey. Sorry, soccer fans. I know the World Cup is of great importance to you. It doesn't hit the needle in North America yet. Maybe another couple decades it will. When I was playing growing up, I remember the coaches saying, hey, this is going to be a big deal, and it is for youth. But as far as national popularity and ad revenues, it's just not there. Maybe it's because of things like there's very little scoring, there's lots of flopping. Oh, and I don't know, maybe you want to put the penalty kick further than five feet away from the fucking goal. You know, it would be like in basketball if they said the free throw is going to, you can just dunk the ball. Okay, that's the soccer penalty kick. All right, so little fixes. All right, I'll tell you how to fix these sports, right? First, hockey, you can't really watch because you can't even see the puck, and then they don't score for like 20 minutes. Then the commercials come on, and you see the commercial. Even if it's a playoff game, the commercial is like the general car insurance or fucking Flex Seal tape. You know, that's your first clue to like, dude, this must not be that popular if they're running commercials that usually are the type of thing that runs at like three in the morning. Newsflash, nobody fucking cares, right? If you go outside of your city and mention the hockey team to someone out of town, they're going to look at you like you're fucking nuts. They haven't heard of it. And I'm not talking to the with respect to the athletes, because those hockey players are amazing. I'm talking more to the management of the games. If you can't realize that your main advertising investment for primetime games is targeted at people that are going to die within the next week, it's a problem, okay? It doesn't take an MBA degree to figure this shit out, okay? Now, that's hockey. Now, baseball, also terrible. Look at any game on television. When the camera pans around the stadium, which is going to be quite often because the game is so fucking slow, you'll see there's like 50 people in the stadium. Why? Yeah, it's too slow. The batter steps out. 
scratches his balls for 40 seconds, gets back in the batter's box, then the pitcher steps off the mound and it's back and forth. It's like they're in this epic standoff when it's like the only people, guys, that care about this is some analytics douchebag that's tracking it and some old guy that's probably going to fucking keel over in the next week. But, Pete, it's these are the traditions of the game. Okay, everyone talks about traditions like the shit is great. It's not great. There's nobody watching except that analytics guy and the 97-year-old who's about to fucking <laughs> need the first alert thing that's the only thing that's advertised on this. It's not a great business model. Now, if I was the commissioner of baseball, Pete, would you change things if you were in charge? No! I would be collecting checks. I'd probably go to like one game a year. Hey, commissioner, we're having some attendance problems. Could you come and think about making some changes with us? I'd be thinking, eh, that's a problem for the next commissioner. We still have somehow these lucrative television contracts, you know? And if someone questioned me about it as commissioner, I would just say, um, you know, the integrity of the game and its proud traditions are extremely important to us, which is all bullshit. You know, the integrity. Look, they put a little um, on the baseball. They put a little uh, um, strike zone square up on the screen sometimes. <laughs> and the umpires get it wrong, like probably 40 percent of the time. It's like, dude, you're talking about integrity. You know, traditions, the whole fucking half of the first half of the history of the sport, they wouldn't even let mine, minorities play the game. <laughs> That's your tradition that you're holding up. I wouldn't fix it. It's too hard to convince these traditionalist people. You know, so basically I would just wait until they die, just collect the checks. Well, Pete, this tone is crass and I don't appreciate your attitude. Okay, fair. I'm a jaded, over-caffeinated over person. But that's what people running these sports do now. The fixes are easy. Hockey needs way more scoring. Baseball needs to be sped way up. Make it exciting for someone who isn't on their deathbed to watch. You don't need analytics and focus groups to figure that out. And stop acting like the traditions are so important when it's it's fucking boring. The world has evolved. Pete, what about baseball? And, I mean, uh, Pete, uh, football and basketball. Why are these so much more popular? All right, first, basketball. Why is it so popular? It's because of the drama, right? The players have more control in basketball than any other sport, right? That creates power. That creates friction with the management and the ownership. That friction translates back into drama on the court and off the court. Basketball is highly entertaining in all dimensions. Football, also very good. Pete, football's too violent. It's not, that's not the problem. Football is not violent enough. You need to syndicate the risk around the stadium, get everybody involved with the violence. Right? You got 70,000 people there. How many are subject to violence now? 22. Seems pretty fucking safe to me. That needs to change because the affinity of the sport is with the risk. 
syndicate the risk around the stadium. Arm the fans. Arm the players. Arm the owners. Make the owners defend the stadium. We fucking, us taxpayers paid for most of these stadiums. But the, but the head injuries, the helmets, we need better helmets. You're talking, okay, better helmets. You're talking about the best athletes on the planet, the fastest, strongest people in the world running at full speed and ramming their heads together. You're not going to fix that with a helmet, okay? So stop with the fucking helmets. This is the NFL, right? We empathize with the issues um, with head injuries, and we are very devoted to um, solving that issue. However, we must spend the next eight months studying an issue. Someone has deflated footballs, and we must conduct a detailed study into that because of the integrity of the game. And we're also going to implement some rule changes to help with the head injuries. The rule change is going to be You can't hit the white guy with the football anymore. (laughs) This is why it's popular. It's run by these fucking evil geniuses with massive amounts of money. It's popular because of the violence. It's popular because of the genius. All right, that's enough of this mailbag. And I apologize for the dogs. They're really not that bad. They've just been... Neglected today. Pete Z. Sounds like. All right. Time for a segment called Pete Z. Sounds like. Very simple. Listeners write a one-line description of what kind of person they think I sound like, and they send it in to Pete Z Comedy at Gmail. Now, these came in as a collection of five of them from a gentleman goes by the name of Dave B. in South Carolina. Pete Z sounds like the guy at Popeye's Chicken who is overheard loudly claiming, I'm telling y'all, this is the year I go into beast mode. (laughs) I might do that. Second, Pete Z sounds like a hideous cross between Jeff Bezos and Vince McMahon. In other words, a condescending oversized douchebag. (laughs) Gotta love uh, Vince McMahon. Had some controversy not so long ago. I think he was ousted from his corporation. Dave's third PZ sounds like the guy who grows a beard and buys a Jeep Wrangler with winch assembly, all in preparation for his fantasy football draft. (laughs) People do. There ain't they go over fucking yeah, they want to talk about their fantasy team. I don't care. Okay. Bottom line, my receiver had 26 points this weekend. I don't know who this guy is. I don't know your point scoring system. Shut the fuck up. Sorry, end rant. Back to Dave B. PZ sounds like a former minor league outfielder who now manages a car dealership in Tacoma, Washington. Dave's fifth and final, Pete Z, sounds like a person that wears extreme surf apparel, but can't even swim, much less surf. Laird Hamilton? More like Lard Hamilton. <laughs> Lard Hamilton. That's a little play on words that I enjoyed. 
Okay, folks, thanks for listening to Make Me Laugh. This wraps up our sports episode. Appreciate it. And if you got a friend who has a similar sense of humor, please tell them about the show. If you got content you want put on the show, just shoot it over to pcecomedy at gmail.com.